Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right now, pleased to be joined by a frequent guest of the Matt Thomas Show. We've been getting him on for years. Rick Ballou of 1010XL in Jacksonville. Uh, first of all, Rick, thanks for the time. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Everything's good down here in Duval. How about you guys? Uh, pretty good. No complaints, except for it's hot. But I, I know you're hot and humid, but I'm sure you understand something something a little bit about that. Yeah. And, um, you know, last week around here, we thought that that may have been a factor. I, I did pick Kansas City because I, I, I still think they have, uh, you know, certainly the best player in the NFL and one of the top two coaches in the NFL but you know we really talked about that with Chris Jones about how he's he's in shape and he's on in football shape and he wasn't going to give you 50 snaps but still when it's all said and done he made four huge plays and in my opinion that was really the difference in the uh, Kansas City victory yeah that's uh what I wanted to go with you is that it just came down to the Kansas City defense is that good or how much of it was struggles on the own on your own end with Trevor Lawrence and this is somebody uh, I, I don't know where, where you stand, Rick, but before this season, we have a segment on the, that we do on Tuesdays, and it's called Gut Feelings. And I had a gut feeling that Trevor Lawrence was going to really make a leap and throw 35-plus touchdowns this year. So far, out of, the, out of the gate, couple of weeks in, how are you evaluating his play? Well, you know, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good day for Trevor, and that's been kind of the, the early label on him is that he's really, really good. Then the next day, uh, you know, the next weekend, he's, he's, uh, he's subpar. Uh, really wasn't all his fault. Uh, there were four in the end zone that, you know, six inches here, six inches there, not bobbling the ball, what have you. Um, it could have been touchdowns. But, you know, the offensive line really struggled against Kansas City. They they just physically pushed him around. And, you know, Cam Robinson's out four games at left tackle. And you had Sheriff and uh, Fortner at right guard and center respectively battling ankle injuries. Uh, You don't say it often, or I haven't said it often, but I thought that Jacksonville really got outcoached by Kansas City. I mean, you got a guy like Anton Harrison who's got a chance to be real good. He's a first-round draft pick. You have him over at right tackle, you know, taking on Chris Jones without any help, without any tight end help, without a running back to chip. And we talked about those four huge plays, which were difference makers in the game, so uh, they abandoned the run, only 13 carries by running backs, 42 passes in the game for Trevor Lawrence. It, it's a fixable problem. That That's the good side of all this, is that if it was the defense that was giving up 30-some-odd points, you'd kind of have your hands up in the air saying, uh-oh, how are you going to be able to fix this problem? The, the offense is where you want to have an issue because there's a lot of talent there. So I do believe they're going to be able to turn this thing around. But one of the first times that I could think of in the short tenure that Doug Peterson has been here, I thought they were clearly outcoached in that loss to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, you mentioned the, the defense. I mean, if you can hold the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, the, the offense only scored nine points. But if you can hold the Chiefs to 17, a lot of times you're going to be able to give yourself at least a shot. What have you been seeing about them, uh, out of them? And also, uh, Josh Allen should be ready to go on Sunday, correct? 
Yeah, I talked with Josh yesterday. Uh, actually, I did on Wednesday, excuse me. And, you know, he's it's a contract year. There's a couple of schools of thought. Uh, these guys all want to play, and, you know, they're, they're always going to tell you they're, they're better than perhaps they are. But he got three early sacks, and I know Houston's had problems with injuries and what have you on that offensive line. So if you're Josh, do you wait an extra week until you're more healthy, or do you look at the situation that's going on there in Houston and think, hmm, maybe this is an opportunity where I can grab a, a sack or two. And and I don't want people to uh, to get me wrong. He is a good team player, but he's also playing for uh, for him, which is a huge, huge pay uh, payday at the end of the season. They've done a nice job so far uh, defensively. And, and what I think the biggest difference from a year ago is, you know, when Doug Peterson got here, he brought in the first, first-time offensive coordinator, first-time special teams coordinator, as well from over in Tampa, uh, bringing in Mike Caldwell was a first-time defensive coordinator. And it was a tough going for him early. In, in training camp, I asked about who was going to wear the green dot. And he didn't want to answer the question. And it was almost like, well, you, you know, you, you can't disguise that. When we're watching, we're going to be able to figure it out. So what I'm getting at, a lot of growing pains, I think, for a first-year coordinator – this year, that's not the case. Uh, they're lining up the right way. They're not looking to the sideline as to where they're supposed to be, unlike one year ago. So, you know, they just seem to be playing so much better football. It has been a pleasant surprise. And they went from nine takeaways to 27 takeaways uh, in one season a year ago. And then all of a sudden, you know, you look up two and, you know, two games in, they already have six takeaways. So a couple of those have been special teams, but. You know, the defense is flying around making plays. Rick Ballou, 1010XL in Jacksonville with us here on Sports Talk 790. And if I were to ask you, Rick, to do some self-scouting, like say you put on a headset in the Texans coaching staff and there's something that you want to exploit, something that is a weakness that you've seen out of the Jaguars so far that maybe the Texans could take advantage of, what would it be? Well, you know, I think right now running the football with Devon Hamilton out and he's going to miss two more games. And Big Foley, uh, you know, that's Foley Fatakasi uh, with the shoulder who was limited earlier in the week. My guess is he's going to be able to play. You saw Tyler Lacey get his first snaps of the season a week ago. Um, if you can run with Pierce and, and Singletary and what have you and, or, you know, and, and be able to run the football uh, right at Jacksonville, I, I think that that would certainly be something that would would favor Houston. I know you've made your young quarterback throw it more than 40 times a game in the first two, but, you know, putting together those long drives and keeping Trevor in this offense on the sideline, I think would be the best way to attack Jacksonville. So if it could be a down in distance uh, type of game where you're able to establish some sort of a rushing attack, I think that's your best bet to try to come in here and upset Jacksonville. Yeah, that's that's what we talk about here in Houston, and that's it's basically about staying on schedule for the Texans, because they're, they're not going to blow anybody out. We know that. And they're going to have to keep things close to their defense, but they have a number of injuries, as you just mentioned earlier, and the, the running game hasn't gotten go going at all. So just asking you, uh, at least here, it feels like C.J. Stroud made some strides at least between week one and week two and there's some reason for optimism especially relative to guys like uh, Bryce Young who hasn't been performing well with the Panthers just overall your impressions of what you've seen or, or what you think about the Texans first couple of weeks yeah and you know I asked all the defensive guys that and there's a, a tremendous amount of respect for them and you know my kind of way around it was uh, you open up with a rookie 
and Devontae Richardson, which you weren't that familiar with, albeit he played right down the road here. In Gainesville, last week you get a veteran who may be the best player on the planet, Mahomes. Now you get another rookie. So there's not a lot of tape, not a lot of things to really look at um, unless you go back to, you know, what he did in college. Uh, I, 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 I see a similarity here, um, you know, what what's going on in Houston compared to what happened here a couple of years ago. And, you know, it was a disaster towards the end of the Doug Marone regime and then it got even worse with urban meyer but i really got a sense about five weeks in that doug peterson was the guy because of the way that you know he said things the biggest issue you have right now i don't think is necessarily talent i think that'll come but just the injuries man that you have in your uh, you know that offensive line and that secondary is so beaten up that you know it feels like you're not going to be going out there with with everything that you have so that's going to be disappointing um, but I do like him. I think he's a good young quarterback. Uh, and, you know, I'm interested to see some of these other guys, you know, the, the battle of the rookies with Anderson going one-on-one against Harrison. I think that's going to be a lot of fun and, you know, finally getting Mechie out on the field. So I, I think Houston, um, you, you know, it's, it's a gradual, uh, approach and it should get better on a week to week basis. But, you know, the people around here don't care. They, they know that Houston's come in here and won five straight times. I mean, that is incredible. And and before that victory on, what, New Year's Day, Houston won nine straight over Jacksonville. So uh, this game here tomorrow, or make that Sunday, uh, means an awful lot here to these Jaguar fans. Yeah, all right. Well, then, before we get you out, Rick, uh, just go ahead and say, uh, don't you don't have to worry about hurting our feelings here in Houston. How do you feel like this one's going to play out on Sunday? I never worry about hurting anyone's <laughs> feelings. I, I picked Kansas City a week ago, and I was the black sheep, but <laughs> that's just the uh, the way that I felt. I'm also a Florida State graduate, and I just looked at the online stuff. 27 of the 28 writers picked Florida State. I picked Clemson, so I'm being called a donkey around here as well, but <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. I, I think it's a big number only because of their struggles. I mean, they had three field goals against Kansas City. Jacksonville's gone 3-for-12 and 3-for-12 in consecutive weeks on third down. That's 25%. That's worst in the National Football League. They're also 1-of-5 on fourth down. So I I think it gets away from Houston in the second half. Uh, Nine's kind of tricky, 8.5, 9, 9.5, depending on where you shop. But I I think when it's all said and done, I'm I'm looking at kind of like a 34-17 Jaguars win. Oof. Oh, come on. That, that doesn't make me feel good. They can't at least get like a garbage time touchdown, make it 34-24. <laughs> hey, man, you asked me to be honest. I know, I know. That's why we get you on here. Rick Ballou of 1010XL in Jacksonville. Thanks for the time as always, and uh, hope to talk to you down the road. All right, guys. Thank you as always. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.